It's Auntie Boyd and Broderick Boyd and we're the creators of the Magnetize Demand Summit. So I'm really excited for you to jump right into the next interview because we have created this for you to stop attracting emotionally unavailable men, overcome your trust issue and so much more so you attract that right man for you that makes you feel seen, cherished and supported. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see you inside the interview and get you on the path to magnetizing your man once and for all. See you there. Look forward to it. Mwah! Hey, it's Antje Boyd with the Magnetize Demand Summit, where single successful women crack the attraction code and live the happily ever after. And what would be the happily ever after without meeting motivated to marry men? So that's why I invited Amy Schoen here with me today. Hi, Amy. Hi. Hi, Auntie. I'm so excited to have you here, Amy. And let me tell you a little bit about Amy, because for over 14 years, she's been a professional certified life and relationship coach, has helped marriage-minded men and women get off the dating merry-go-round and finally find their life partner. She also helps her clients build a loving, committed relationship that, le that leads to marriage if that is their goal. Yeah, of course, not everyone wants to get married. That's so true. Her proprietary Motivated to Marry Dating Secrets coaching program enables her clients to discover what they truly want in a life partner and guides them into finding love without changing who they are. Many of her clients find their perfect match within six months to a year's time and finally living the life they truly desire. Amy is the author of Motivated to Marry, Now There's a Better Method to Dating and Relationships, and Get It Right This Time, How to Find and Keep Your Ideal Romantic Partner. She's also been featured in many radio, TV, and newspaper articles on dating and relationships. And now she lives in the beautiful East Coast with her husband of 16 years and her even more loving son who's 10 years old. So welcome, Amy. Oh, thank you. Thanks for having me. So after the plethora of experiences and certifications, right, you know, what inspired you? What was going on in your life that you really took on and turned in that trajectory? Well, I think, you know, a lot of us come to it from our own personal experiences, but I was married at 25 and divorced in my mid-30s, and I didn't have children in my first marriage, and that really was the you no, know, the whole idea of having a family and 2.5 kids and, you know, living happily ever after, you know, and then the dream is just go kaput, you know, and, yeah, yeah. and so, you know, life wasn't what I anticipated and my marriage um, kind of fell apart. We really didn't share the same goals and values. Um, I think, you know, I wish everybody would have a life coach in their 20s. I think we would all be better off, <laughs> make better decisions for ourselves. And so I found myself single in my mid-30s, you know, and, um, you know, I started dating with abandon and, you know, I wasn't very good at it, actually. <laughs> and I was going around around circles and, and, you know, so my own journey is I found a coach when I was 40 and I actually worked with, with a relationship coach. And he really helped me see, you know, my blind spots and what I needed. Um, um, and I didn't have any trouble meeting the right guy, but I had trouble meeting uh, somebody who wanted the life I wanted and was uh, wanted a family mm -hmm. and had simple goals and values. Mm -hmm. And so um, I finally met my husband when I was 41. 
and um, the whole motivated to marry model has time frames and everything in it. And so we were actually engaged within six months and married within the year. And uh, then, you know, then, then working on baby, you know, that kind of thing. So a lot of my clients are in that space and they're, you know, either in their late thirties and pushing into forties and even fifties, you know, for some of my male clients um, who are motivated to marry um, in that space. So it's my own journey and, you know, I kind of went through a transition. I had a prior career. I actually owned and operated a women's clothing store mm. and I closed it because um, I knew that if I was going to work on my family, I couldn't be doing that kind of business, which is a 24-7 business with a staff and, and, and a location. It's just a lot of pressure. And so then I was like, what will I do? And people started sending me people um, say, oh, Amy, Amy did really good in dating and you really should go to her. Um, <laughs> you know, she knows her, meets a lot of people. You know, the fortunate thing is I am as an extrovert. Um, I work with a lot of introverts, actually. It's really a lot of fun. But, um, and then, you know, um, like I said, um, I was like, wow, you know, I really should, learn how to do this right so i did go to coach training the same place you did i went to cti coach training institute and i got certified in life coaching and i love the model it really works really well with my clients and i took that and some of the things that i learned on my journey and i just developed the motivated married dating secrets program and um still doing it you know after all these years it's proven um you know, a lot of success stories that, you know, you can see on my website, motivatedtomarry.com. And, you know, like you, you and, and you do similar work. It's very fulfilling work. When people show up, they're willing to do the work and they follow through and they see results. Yeah. And let's talk about it, Amy, you know, to really identify what a motivated to marry man is and what a motivated to marry man is not. Well, you know, someone who has shares your goals, that they want the same goals, and they have a goal of having a significant relationship, and they do want marriage. They do see marriage as, as what they want. Mm -hmm. and, and so what's nice about my program is it really kind of makes you think about, do I really want marriage? Mm -hmm. Is that what I want? And it was really fun. I do this workshop in Washington, D.C., where I live, Are You Motivated to Marry? And I had a guy who was pushing 50 come to my workshop. And it's always fun when they, they leave the workshop and they say, you know what? I learned, you know, like I, everyone in my life thinks, says, when are you going to get married? And you should. And he says, you know what? That's not my goal. That's not what I want to focus on in life. And at least there's clarity. That's the key is that there's clarity. But a motivated married man knows like that's what he wants, that he's family. A lot of times they're family focused. Um, they don't want to be alone uh, on their own. Um, one of the questions that I was um, kind of taught from one of my, my you know, coaches was I, I asked, well, how do you like the dating world? And actually there's two answers that I realized. Um, the more outgoing extroverted person might say, you know what, um, you know, it's not so bad. I get to meet a lot of people and do some things I've never done before, but I'm kind of, you know, I really am ready to meet that special person. Mm -hmm. The more introverted person says, um, like my husband, it sucks. 
you know, that's it. It sucks. <laughs> like, I do not want to be doing this at all. <laughs> um, a lot of times the guys, all their friends are getting married. I've seen this, you know, it's kind of like the domino effect. Yeah. And, and so um, if their best friend gets married, good chances they're going to be next. And I've seen that. I've witnessed that. Um you know, they just, they just don't like singles events. They don't want to go. Um, they really kind of want to be doing their own thing. Um, and they, and they really want, you know, a lot of times having, wanting to have a family is definitely a motivator or yeah. wanting to have a family life is somebody's, um, people see themselves in relationship and it's kind of their kind of model. Um, if, if they come from a household where there was a good marriage and, and their parents were married or the grandparents were married and they see good models around them, they're more likely to want to be married. I love that, you know, that you really talk about those attributes and also to make the distinction between the introvert and the extrovert because we can make like some mistakes here, right? Where, you know, the introvert might look like an avoidant extrovert, but it really, it's just an introvert. Right. So, so tell us a, a story that you have of one of your beautiful clients and how did you get her into the most amazing relationship, even though she seemed like, I don't want to say a hopeless case, but maybe she perceived herself as a hopeless right. case. Well, a lot of people come to me and they're kind of losing hope. And, and I see people, you know, and as a coach, you know, we really love our clients. And, you know, this woman came to me, she was a professor um she she was very bright she was in her early 40s um she actually was from asian um so her speech wasn't so great mm -hmm. um, but she was very educated and and beautiful i mean when i'm i you know i see my clients by zoom but she actually did one of her sessions in person she drove all the way from delaware to do a session in person the kickoff session when when i start off with my clients and, um, you know, I worked with her. I took her through the, my process, the Motivated Married process. She got online. Um, a lot of my clients, about 80% of my coupled clients met their partners through online dating after they apply my process to their online dating. And that's what I, I help my clients with that process if, in, in many circumstances. And so she met this guy right off the bat and he came on really strong. And, and a lot of times what I call, they, they fall into the almost not quite. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when I start with a client, you know, I'm still learning about them, trying to figure out what really matters to them. And, you know, it is kind of like a feedback loop, but he really kind of like pulled her in. And um, they, they, even though they were long distance, they were like New York, Delaware, he, you know, they'd be on the, on, on Skype for hours and there was a lot of communication going back and forth and they did plan and they saw each other. Well, you know, she was motivated and we have time frames kind of in, in, and in her age group, it's really about within six months, you know, and, and so she, you know, he started end gaming. You know, he had a history, like his last relationship didn't last more than two years. Mm -hmm. And he started endgaming. He started kind of acting up and like not wanting to travel, not really kind of like being, being difficult. And there were some signs that this guy was not really um, 
as motivated and, and, and really wanted to be in a relationship that was committed for marriage. And he kind of like, things blew up around November of that year. Um, and, you know, she was upset, but, and, you know, but I really encouraged her to kind of get back out there because we all know that the beginning of the new year is when a lot of people put themselves online. Mm -hmm. And then she, you know, what happened was she met her husband that day on New Year's Day. And he was online for one day. Wow. That magical New Year's Day, right? But because we did the work and we had the photos and the and he recognized her as being the one and he pursued her. Now, what happened was she didn't kind of feel it. She's like, I don't know, I'm not sure, I'm not feeling it. And there was another guy who was again and almost not quite in, in pursuing her. And and I said, Well, just give it a little more time, you know, maybe, maybe something will kick in. Mm -hmm. And it did. And so sometimes people kind of take a while to get to know them. And I call it like the more introverted people, they're like, they have their little facade and they don't trust very easily. And you have to kind of get past that. And you also like when you peel the layers like an onion, you get to the juicier stuff. So she did see a side of him, which really made her fall in love. And when I saw like everything, like the goals and the values and everything else that we work on together, he really was kind of like her ideal candidate. But mm. chemistry is very important. Yeah. And so fortunately that did kick in. And so they did get engaged and married pretty much within a year or less, I think. And um, I actually like talked to her recently and they're still happy and live a really Aww. nice life and no children, you know, that's always, you know, um, but they have a very nice full life and, and, you know, it's always, they're happy, you know? And, and so here's someone who, you know, was hoping, but a lot of people say, well, you know, if it doesn't happen, you know, they make excuses and they say, well, I can have a full life, which is true. And I think you need to come from that place. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, when we're kind of going after things and we're kind of like from, from a desperation standpoint, we tend to repel people. When we are living our full lives and we're happy with ourselves and doing what the best we can, I think that's more attracting. Yeah, I so agree with that. And let's talk about it because you already started touching on it. What do single women do to repel or not even attract motivated to marry men in the first place? Like what, really, what do they do that keeps those men at a distance? Um, you know, everybody's different. But I just know for myself, when I kind of had a shift when I turned 40, where it's kind of like I said to myself, you know, whatever happens, happens. And I am going to live the best life and I'm going to travel and I'm going to do work on my career. Not that I'm not going to like put energy into meeting people. Yeah. And I'm going to do things that I love to do. And mm -hmm. I met my husband through a group called Bike and Brunch. So it was a Jewish young professionals group in the DC area where we would um, go on bike trips and we'd like on a Sunday, we'd go on a trip and then we always had some food component, you know, being Jewish, there's always a food component. So we'd have a lunch, we'd have a barbecue, 
And I actually met my husband five years earlier. And we went on one date. And um, our timing, so timing's important, was kind of off. And, and so we met up again. And he, you know, and then we were both in much better places. I had worked on myself. Um, mm -hmm. He was working on himself. Mm -hmm. and, and so we ended up connecting, you know, that five years later through Bike and Brunch. We went on a weekend trip. Yeah. I think like those kind of things because I saw him several times on the, that weekend. He actually was stalking me. I didn't realize it. But he was at my dinner for, for, for um, my table for dinner and, you know, he actually was showed up on my bike ride and, and I needed a fourth for tennis and he kind of like was there. I, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but looking back, you know, he, he wouldn't tell you he was talking, but he, he did. So, um, you know, it just worked out that um, we were both in, in a good place and, and it, I had to recognize him as being the right person for me. Cause he, again, he's a little bit more quieter, more introverted than I am. So we have to recognize those people. We have to have our eyes open. We can't dismiss people. And one of the big dating mistakes is that a lot of women, what they do is they're very judgmental and they, they cut out good people right away. Mm -hmm. They're just assuming things about this person and you don't know, you really have to check it out. You can't just assume that, you know, you know, I think, yeah, I believe you have to give a nice guy a chance. And they've done studies. Um, you know, John T. Malloy wrote a book called um, Why Men Will Marry This Person Versus That Person, you know, something like that. And he's the dress the success guy. But he, he actually um, did a study where he interviewed over 2,000 people coming out getting their marriage licenses. So, and the really funny thing is he said, most of, a lot of the women say, you know, when I first met him, I really didn't like him, <laughs> but he grew on me kind of thing. And now that we're settling, we're not settling. It's really realizing and being open to that somebody is a good partner and that somebody could be loving and be the kind of man we want him to be. Cause I think we do kind of push people away sometimes. Yeah, I totally get that. And I, I heard that a lot too. And it was the case with me too. I wasn't necessarily repelled, but I was definitely more like, oh, it might be more like a friend or, you know, that was like some chemistry, but not the, the, that crazy crackling chemistry that I used to feeling right, which actually just meant danger, danger, right? Like this just meant this is like a wrong guy. You're going to have the same experience that you're going to have in your childhood, right? Which, um, you know, Larry Michael calls the false attraction, right? Mm -hmm. So totally, totally to actually, yeah, like teach women. I think that's like a big piece to be like, follow like sort of when you don't have attraction, you want to follow that a little more, or at least with you have the small attraction, you have maybe like, right, right. Maybe something... excited about him, but it's sort of like a maybe, you know, you kind of maybe lukewarm about him, but that's yeah. much more likely to be a fit. Well, I say on a first date, the three things you really just need to pay attention to. Do, do, does the conversation flow? Um, do you see no really apparent deal breakers in the way? Like, mm -hmm. things like no, we're not going to work for you. Um, and are you kind of, you know, are you, are, you know, you're attracted and, and, you know, that kind of thing. So if you're somewhat attracted or, or you see that you're not, you know, not repelled, I mean, you can, 
and you know, imagine kissing him. I don't know. That's a little too premature. But if you if you enjoy being with the person and there's a pleasant time and you really don't see any any red flags, then I would go out with this guy again and give him a chance. And I think after like three or four dates, you know. Of course, you don't want to like drag someone along and string him along. I mean, that's not fair to the guy. But I think you want to give him a good chance to see where the things can develop. And things can click in, especially for women. You know, I think for men, it's a little different. They're very visual. It's either there or it's not. But for women, we can kind of, you know, as we get to know someone and they become the kind of person we really like, we can, we can fall for somebody. You know, also what I feel like when you have this instant chemistry that oftentimes it, it puts so much pressure on like a, a relationship because all the other parts haven't caught up, you know, I mean, a mental part hasn't caught up and the, you know, the emotional part hasn't caught up and that creates such a tension, right? So when you have someone where you don't feel so much this chemistry, but you grow much more like organically because you can kind of rely on what's going on in your dynamic to, exactly. for that to be maintained versus that crazy chemistry, nobody can maintain that. No, and it's unrealistic. And you want a relationship you think is going to go for the long term. So they're, you know, sharing same goals and sharing life, you know, and sharing, you know, core relationship values are, are really, really important. And I did an article for a, a Southern, Mag um, Southern California magazine, you know, the things that, that make a relationship last the test of time. Mm. And, and what I noticed, I interviewed uh, two couples married over 50 years and one was married like over 25 years. And there's something called the stickiness factor mm. where people are committed because there are tough times in a relationship. There are those times you're like, why am I with this person? Yes. And you have to be committed to a marriage. And, and people who have that. So I really think, you know, I have my clients look for the capacity to be in relationship. There are people who have relationship skills and the capacity, the desire and the capacity. There are people who don't have those skills or the capacity. And I remember back to some of my, my ex-boyfriends. <laughs> and it's like, you know, when it didn't work out, I just, I said to myself, you know what, I don't think, and I just, they couldn't be loyal or they weren't honest or some, whatever it was that didn't work for me. Mm -hmm. You know, I just said, you know what, this person does not have the capacity to be in a committed relationship. And it kind of gave me a way of feeling okay about things. Now, I've been proven wrong and I've been proven right. You know, I did run into one of my old boyfriends and he was still single. And so, you know, it kind of just proved me right. Um, but, you know, I have like looked at, and, and that's the whole assumption things. You sometimes assume somebody's a professional single guy. Well, you know, those guys have gotten married too. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Eventually, right. some of them do, you know. So it's a timing issue with some men. That yeah. Yeah. And I even saw my nephew, you know, he was, um, he's a, he had, went to business school and he was in business. He started his own company. He met the woman who he's now married to, but he had to get his company to a certain point. I think feel comfortable financially mm -hmm. that he could, you know, be, be okay and be a yeah. contributor. 
Mm -hmm. and, and kind of just feel like everything else in his life was in a good place before he was willing to step up and, and propose to my, my, um, to his now wife. And, and that's, that's pretty normal for men, right? So, so Amy, so for the women, now that we are coming to the end of the call, we're like, you know, just really, I want to learn more about this motivated to marry program and, you know, like just really identifying who is a motivated to marry man and how do I get there or how do I get over myself or get myself out of the way, you know, because a lot of women get themselves into the way, you know, what, what gift do you have for them? So I am giving my motivated to marry toolkits. Um, it's a toolkit. So it has several pieces. First of all, you'll get my first module of the Motivated Marry Dating Secrets course. So you'll get to explore how you feel about marriage, because I believe how you feel about marriage is how you date for marriage. Mm -hmm. and so that you will learn and be able to take my quiz, Are You Motivated to Marry? And you'll get my seven day e-course, um, just a little tidbits, like two minutes a day. It's really easy to read just to give you an overview of what my program is all about. So you can get a taste of that. Mm -hmm. um, and I will give you my Motivate Marry Dating Secrets template. So I have a dating plan and you'll get access to that. And so you'll kind of get the, the framework. You're not going to get the meat. You'll just get the framework, you know um of what that looks like so you can kind of see my process and whether or not this is something you want to learn more about wow how generous of you i mean that's just like a lot of tools right there like really knowing how yeah. how do you see marriage and you know what i mean like and how do you date for marriage so that's like right there breakthrough right so like there are so many like little ahas and breakthroughs throughout the interview so thank you so much for that absolutely generous offer and gift amy that's very very generous well thanks for having me and thanks for putting together this wonderful summit ah all right well thank you for being on ladies i'll talk to you next time take care bye bye mm, was that absolutely delicious we just love how every single expert has those juicy pieces of wisdom for you to enjoy look if you want to own the entire Magnetize the Man series, we invite you to get our Magnetize the Man VIP All Access Package. Not only will you own the entire video series, but also you will get our Magnetize the Man Masterclass that teaches you the three-step formula, step-by-step -step on how to attract the right man for you. You also get some other juicy secret trainings and a one-on-one -on -one call with me where we personalize your individual journey to attract that right man for you as soon as possible. So look, to get that, click the link below that says get access now and you get it all. Own the entire series, including all the juicy bonuses, well worth over $1,400 for nearly the fraction of the cost. All right. We will see you in the next interview. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Mwah. Mwah.